Hey, good evening, or good morning, or whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> this is uh, Pancakes on Sunday. Welcome. Uh, short crew, small crew today. Short stack. We got uh, Ryan with me. What's going on, everybody? And we got a very special guest. Uh, very long-term friend. Long, we've been friends for a long time. Oh, yeah. It's my... Uh, Decade plus, bro. Oh, yeah. We've had some adventures. <laughs> but this uh, yeah, is... Uh, houses, so, buddy, Tim. <laughs> Tim, you want your last name? Uh, yeah, Tim Cermak. That's Tim Cermak? Timothy Cermak? Oh, yeah, get official. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stealing my identity. Put the L <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we've been friends. We went to high school together, and oh, yeah. we had some festivities. My my fondest memory is still our trip to fucking Georgia, dude. Dude, I sent that to you the other day, man. Cumulus, man. Or, uh, no, what was that? Counterpoint. Counterpoint. The last probably, one ever. The last night. one that was ever done. They didn't do Counterpoint the following year. That was nuts. That, that was, was yeah. That was unbelievable. Was that, main, was that mainly all electronic? It was a good mix. No, yeah, there's yeah, there a good mix there. And the cool thing was the stages were like the focal of the three stages were all into the middle of the festival. So if you stood in one spot, you could technically hear all the at the top. Of, yeah, it all and the, it yeah, was the top of the hill at the three at the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like if you face one way, you face the stage at the top of the hill, you hear that. Is that the one they had the Ferris wheel at too? I can never remember which festival I, had, uh, I went to that had the Ferris wheel. I, I think they had a Ferris wheel, but that was yeah. about it, ride-wise. I'm always trying to get every guy I work <laughs> with, every promoter. I'm like, dude, just put in a Ferris wheel. And they're like, it's not worth the money. I'm like, dude, it's like six grand. Just put in a Ferris wheel. It's totally worth <laughs> it. Charge a dollar a ticket, dude. <laughs> Bitches ride that all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's where oh, yeah. uh, I first experienced, like, silent disco. It's. It, I wish it was bigger, man. Silent discos are cool. That sounds Wild interesting. experience. It's fun. Did if you take place? Did you do it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're a people watcher, it's great. Well, yeah, great. A- absolutely great for people watcher. <laughs> but uh, the cool thing is the silent disco we went to was, uh, you got to hit that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The silent disco we went to was unique as well because it was a fucking uh, um, battle disco, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah, it a battle yeah, of DJs there or was something? Two, there was two DJs going on. You could switch your headphones between channel A and channel B. Okay. Yeah. And But you would never know what someone else's like dancing to right you don't know if they're on channel a that's or channel cool. B. you can't hear the music yeah you can't yeah, hear you, it. They they just, just, yeah. you take it off and every, you just hear shuffles around everyone's dancing but you don't hear anything that's awesome and the dj's just ripping it up there just going nuts yeah, but pressing all the buttons right but yeah dude we look like everybody just looks like idiots and it's like one of the best things ever like that would be fun to it's, go do it's, it's cool because you know everybody looks like idiots right so you can actually like if you don't like dancing in front of people you can dance like an idiot it's yeah you, it's what, actually one of my favorite things about festivals fuck it like, you see some of the goofiest dancing. Like, I actually, I was just telling you guys a little bit ago that Pyro was this weekend, but uh, uh, I actually got to be backstage for once uh, at Wookie Foot, which is cool. And they invited Joe up there, the promoter, and, like, they wanted him to dance with them and sh- shit. And I fucking, I recorded from the back, dude. He's such a good <laughs> dancer. Around, <laughs> his arms up. And I just, I love the guy so much, man. He just looks so silly when he's dancing. And I'm like, man, I know, I like, I look really dumb when I dance. So I'm like, ah. It's nice seeing somebody else do that. <laughs> so having that music festival experience, I mean, that really, that propelled you into your career. I mean, your love for fucking music festivals is just unheard of. And you did what you could to to make your, I guess, your dream of just living a music festival happen. I mean. Yeah, I, I, uh, I definitely know if I wouldn't say unheard of. There's a lot of people doing the same thing I do, which is kind of cool. It's fun to see. Everybody's taking their, like, different part. There's a lot of promoters <coughs> out there. 
um, throwing these tiny, tiny little local festivals. Like we have Sacred Harvest coming up in September. It's right in Lima. And they do like a, a 500-person festival. You know, it's really? nice, nice and tiny. It's right in this guy's, pretty much this guy's backyard. Uh, he also throws Wayne Stock there. I'm just name dropping now. Uh, but he throws Wayne Stock there, <laughs> Sacred Harvest, and... Uh, Crap, we just did uh, one of the first festivals there, and I can't remember the name of it. I'm sorry, Andrew. But uh, but Sacred Harvest is there in September, and it's just this tiny, this dude's backyard. He puts up a cool little, like, uh, stage and then lets, uh, like, 200, 300 people camp in the oh, woods. Oh, it's kind of cool. And it's just super, it's cool because, like, yeah. these little intimate venues, these little intimate festivals, these things these different promoters are doing, it's nice because you get to meet these artists. You get to hang out with them. They spend right. the night, you know. Like, I've been to a lot of festivals where the bigger artists and stuff and it's not like knocking on them or anything like that i get it at a point but like the minute they're done with their set they go to a hotel right you know it's not as intimate and there's something to be said for that when somebody's like no i'm gonna stay whole all weekend like uh this past weekend at pyro we had uh brother mikey um he actually ropes off a whole section for his whole crew he brings a whole crew and then they just party with everybody there do their event that's wild yeah, and it's cool it's great yeah, he's like he's sure. like a family member at that point not just a musician yeah you know? and it's and a lot of the grassroots musicians are that way. So yeah. it's nice. So you get all these, like like I was saying, I'm, I'm not the only one. Like, I just found my niche in it where I could sit, make a living, and have fun. You so know? Where, where where did everything start? Where What's the starting point? Oh, jeez. We're going, we're going from the beginning. Well, 1989, I was born. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to hear the start. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Starting point. Let's see. Well, you started web design shortly after I moved out. Yeah, that, that's probably where we could start. So web design was where it started, um, and I got a great opportunity. Pretty much uh, a mentor of mine from my high school days, pretty much started a company around me. Um, he he already had a lead generation business, and he needed a couple sites, and he mm-hmm. wanted them cheaper than what the businesses were charging. So he uh, he pretty much put, paid to put me through, you know, some. Uh, tech schools essentially not like college or anything but some tech schools to get like training to make websites and then me and him worked together for seven years um and this and the business slowly changed from doing websites for his lead generation business to just doing websites and marketing for clients um so i did that for seven years with him he's still doing it a great company called resource shark um they promote pretty much any business i mean i know they have like just such an eclectic group of businesses they market. So like they have a, uh, a martial arts guy who does like online martial arts videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the way to like, I know they have a baby formula company they do stuff with. So like they, they get a wide range of people and it, it was just uh, in the pandemic. I realized it was my time to step away from marketing and move into something else. Um, but pretty much how we got there. Yeah. He, he paid for me to get all through all this training, worked with them for seven years and eventually I got burned down on marketing is what happened because clients, in my opinion, are never happy. It's really mm-hmm. hard. Not saying that his clients aren't happy or anything like that. Just saying that clients always want more than what they want to pay for in the marketing industry. And right. for me, it was, a very, it was a very big burnout. I was just like never happy working 10 hours a day, that kind of shit. So the same time I started working for him, my girlfriend at the time broke up with me. We can leave names out. But uh, <laughs> girlfriend broke up with me. I was a sad puppy boy. You yeah, know? yeah. And my buddy Miles decided, Miles and Sean decided that they were going to take me to a Twiddle concert. And uh, I think I like them. Um, they're pretty good. Uh, <laughs> You're only wearing a hat and a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Eight years, ten years later. Oh, right, yeah. But uh, 
So they took me to see Twiddle. I got to meet the band the first time I saw them. It was cool as hell. I actually got to go up to their green room, hang out with them, and, you know, meet them. It was freaking sweet. It was it was random, but it happened. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was freaking sweet. Yeah. Um, so I fell in love with them. I've seen them now 60... Jesus. Two times in seven years. Where's your twiddle pin, Timothy? Oh, I leave that hat at home. <laughs> Have you so, hung yeah. out with them since? Um, like, I've, briefly, once yeah. or twice. Um... I try, I, it's not like I'm a celebrity or anything, but I really like, when I go to see shows, I'm not the guy who's fanboying, you know, I, I am. Right. But at the same time, I, I try to give them their space, you know what I mean, because they're just people. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and if they're going to take any pictures with anybody or see anybody or talk to anybody and not remember them for two minutes, I'd rather it be somebody else like uh, I was the first time. Uh, you know, so I'd rather that. I got to meet my bands, you know, like... You know, meeting Wookie Foot last weekend and Dirt Wire and stuff like that was like they're some of my favorites now. So it was cool. That's why I do what I do. One of the reasons, at least. Um, but so yeah, it took me to see Twiddle and it changed my whole life. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, I love music. So then I worked for the next seven years, still seeing shows, and then in the pandemic, so we'll fast forward through that. And then in the pandemic, I decided, you know what, I don't care about money because I think it changed a lot of people. I think the pandemic changed the oh, whole changed world. The fuck. So I decided in the pandemic that I, I just don't care about money. I already own my house. You know, I only got to come up with, I'm very fortunate. I only got to come up with my house note, you know, which is cheaper than rent anyways, which mm-hmm. is a travesty that people who rent for 10 years, but we'll, we'll go, you know, we don't got to go there. <laughs> but, uh, so we already got the house, you know, so I'm comfortable there. I, I got rid of my expensive car the minute I quit my job. I got rid of that brand new car I had. What were you driving? Uh, if, as dumb as it sounds, it was a uh, 2021 Chevy Trax. Fully loaded. I think I remember that. Such a dumb car. I think I might remember that. It's so that. small. And, only, and, and yeah. I'm going to hate on Chevy all day. What a <laughs> dumb car. I'll never buy another American car. And if people want to hate me for that, that's fine. That's fine. It's American. Oh my God, that Chevy them. was dumb. It's smaller than my Honda Civic in actual like room. And they can they can prove me wrong with stats. It's obviously not. <laughs> but smaller than my Honda Civic and gets 19 miles to the gallon. Shut up. Are you serious? Yeah. Dude, my Jeep gets more than that. Uh, exactly. It was preposterous. Dude. Well, you got to like the full... It, well... Fully, fully loaded, loaded yeah, is just yeah. a trip package, man. It doesn't mean a shit engine. Or shit, you're like, you're fully loaded, worse fuel, fuel economy. You're like, why? That makes no sense at but all. But no, it was awful. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, I <clears throat> traded that stupid thing in. Got my, I actually had to pay to get out of the loan. But I was like, dude, it was a 20. I rolled a couple bad loans over a couple times. But it was like 27 grand that I owed on this crappy Chevy Trax that six months after I drove it off the lot was only worth 19. Jesus. <clears throat> Yeah, dude. So, uh, and that's not all Chevy Trax's fault, like I said. Right, right, I, I right. I right. over a couple of loans. Uh, but yeah, I paid four grand to get out of that. And then I bought an 05 Civic. It's super beautiful. It's my love of my life. Oh, oh hell man. yeah. <laughs> such a good car, man. Such a such a good car. But then I got in a wreck. So uh-huh. then, yeah, I was very upset. She, uh, some lady pulled out in front of me right, on t- right in front of Taylor May. I was coming down Munn towards Aurora, and she pulled out in front of me on Taylor May. I fucking t-boner dude oh. my car pretty much caught fire dude i'm like i like get out of this car all fucked up and shit and they're like this couple comes out <clears> rush, <throat> they're like you okay i'm like i i just want to i want to fuck her up so you better make sure whatever <laughs> like oh. i was all messed up dude oh yeah and uh i'm still fighting with that bullshit because we have the same insurance company so they still haven't paid me out because no they're saying since i didn't have health insurance they won't pay my hospital bills so what how's yeah, that work undisclosed that doesn't, that doesn't make that doesn't make sense. No, dude, they hit you. Yeah, dude. Well, I hit them, but they oh, okay, okay, they okay. were clearly okay, at fault. Okay, okay. You know, 
But yeah, so it's just just ridiculousness, dude. So whatever. Right. But uh, so then I had to fly to Washington D.C. to get a manual one because I'm like, dude, if I'm buying another Civic, it's gonna be a right. stick shift. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, if, if the insurance company is buying my next Civic, it's gonna be a stick shift. You go all the way to D.C. for a stick shift. It was the only one I could find one with under hundred thousand miles. Really? Yeah. And you drove it home? I flew, Wait, I flew oh, oh, in. 05 Honda Civic? 05 Honda oh, Civic. Honda no Civic. rust. It had 92,000 miles on it. One owner besides me. So, yeah, I flew in, man. And this guy, uh, A1 Auto Sales in uh, technically, I guess it's Virginia. Oh, yeah. But, I remember uh, those Hondas. Oh, yeah, dude. It's an EX Special Ooh. Edition, too. Uh, with the little fucking, little, uh, not the annoying um, fin on the back, but the little one. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's a lot. <laughs> Two door and four door. Four door. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. family. Get the family going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, cleanest engine I've ever seen in my life. I'll show you pictures after this. It looks brand new, dude. Never seen this in my life. Except for the other one I owned, which was in better condition, believe yeah. it or not. A lady had 60,000 miles on it. It was an 05. 60,000 miles. She only drove it in the summer to like, uh, to, like the gas station, or like to the gas station, to the grocery store. Like, little old lady. She only traded it in because she wanted another red, brand new red Civic before she died. It's the only reason she traded in. She oh, thought yeah. she was going to die in the next year or two and wanted another new Civic. And she got the 2022, dude. So she's obviously still alive, I hope. But, right. uh, she has a beautiful Civic. I love the 2022s. They are nice. Yeah. I just, I love how they like, I like the 18s, the body frame from that one, the 11th. I think, 11th, I, think I remember those 10. ones. Uh, the big, like, the taillights. Were those the ones that Joey G had? I don't know. I haven't seen him in years. Yeah. But a uh, great car. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an awesome car. Enough about my car. Right. But anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, in the pandemic, I decided I was like, fuck, dude. I don't want to work anymore. It's really what it came down to. I'm just well, so burnt out. Sem Remedy, your first website company, that was before the pandemic, wasn't it? It absolutely was. Started in 2015. Sem Remedy Incorporated is now a different company. Sem Remedy. Were you owning that company? Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I started that as a side project and just kind of... That was your first, like, real venture, I remember. Yeah, and it's still up and running. Um, it's now reorganized as an LLC, but... Um, I started that to kind of do, like, some side work while I was working with uh, my first employer, the guy, my, my mentor, who got me started, um, just to kind of, like, pick up some side shit on the side that he wasn't interested in doing and stuff like that, kind of, like, going from there. Um, my second client, I think, was Nelson's Ledges. Um, nice. Yeah, I think it, I remember when, when that started it was, it was Yeah, it was cool. I actually, uh, that's how I met Pyro Joe, who I still work with. But um, Nelson's Ledges was cool because I just went in there with a website already done. Yeah. And I was like, this is better than what you have. You should just, I'll give it to you for free. Like, that was always my strategy. I don't care. I'll give it to you for free. I'm not worried about it. Hmm. You know, if you pay me, it's, you know, whatever, X amount of dollars a month for hosting, I'll give it to you for free. So they were all for it. So that's where it really got started. That's where I met, like, Evan Kelly, Brad Kelly, the whole, uh, like, Jaretta and all them. I met the whole family. Um, and then Brad and me, uh, Brad Kelly, he came up with the idea. Well, not really the idea. Obviously, it's been done a million times. Ticket Spice, Ticket Master, Ticket, you know, blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah, blah. But he decided that he wanted to start his own ticketing company to support the ledges. He was already kind of doing the ticketing, but it yeah. wasn't a good product. So I jumped in there with him. Uh, we formulated a company um, that's still technically going, but we both kind of stepped away from it because it was my it was our first ticketing company. It really was just the ledges at the time, but it wasn't a good product. So Brad had a hard time selling it. That was what his job was, and my job was to build the product. We both failed. Mm. I didn't build I didn't build an intuitive product, and he couldn't really sell it. So we kind of closed doors on the company for three years. My first try, it didn't really work out. 
Um, Brad actually, uh, he still does all the ticketing for Nelson's and he's doing a great job. Um, but we closed that one essentially because we both stepped away. So then I worked for, uh, his name's Bob. I worked for Bob for another three years come to the pandemic. Sem Remedy's doing probably five grand a year at most, just doing carpet cleaning websites, that kind of shit. That's what my family did, so I like doing those. Right. You know, I just do cheap little $500 to $1,000 sites for these guys just so they can get going. Um, so that was doing real good. When I stepped away from Bob, I dived real hard into Sem Remedy at first just so I can get a little bit in the bank to pay my bills. Mm-hmm. So I went and sold... I made a carpet cleaning school and did a couple other things that built up just like six months of like savings essentially. And that got me to June of last year. And I realized I should just dive into the ticketing. I'm already doing it for Pyro Music Festival for Pyro Joe. And I already like help out with the ledges a little bit like when they need support. I'm like, you know what? I should just try to dive back into this one more time. And uh, my plan was in the first year to get like 10 or 12 festivals. I ended up getting... I think it was 18 or 20. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. They're all now, yeah. the, now the festivals are anything from, I'll, I'd rather say events than festivals, but the events are anything from 100 people, an event, uh, I mean, last weekend was 6,000 people roughly. Wow. I think that's my biggest is 6,000. I think. Are they all biggest. music events or are they no, all? No, not at all. Like uh, one school or one, one company, I actually do all of the ticketing for their school. So they just sell classes to their school. They do it as a ticketing system. So these people buy tickets to the classes, whether they're on Clatton classes or not, and then I bill per ticket for that. I do that once a month. That's kind of interesting. Um, so, but besides that, they're mostly music. <laughs> there, there are, uh, I, do, I do a convention. Um, you know, I did... Uh, I'm trying to think of what else I did. But it's mostly music. So I try to get all these festivals, and you think that'd make you a millionaire. It does not. You know, five hundred dollars times a dollar, or you know, five hundred people times a dollar, still only five hundred bucks. Twenty times that is not enough to support a family. Right. Um, <coughs> but yeah, so I ended up getting like eighteen, twenty festivals, and I'm working through this. is My first year working through all those. Yeah. You know, because I sold them in the off season. You know, on my programming and shit. It's uh, it's gone pretty, pretty, pretty solid. That's good. It sounds like it's doing pretty well from what from what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's gonna go. I, I hope to this year do around thirty k. You know, 30. Like last year, I think, but last year was a lot of web development. But last year, I did about 35, 40. Mm-hmm. This year, I'm looking at just from ticketing, probably 30, I'm hoping. You know, mm-hmm. I have some other things I do as well. Yeah. You know, I invest in a couple other companies um, to get residuals. You know, I invest in a production company, a music venue, that kind of shit. But the stuff you're doing, I mean, you're, I mean, it's, you're going to a festival for a week and just, yeah, you're working behind the scenes, but yeah. you're hanging out. You're still hanging just, out having a good time. You're having a good time. I mean, I'm, are you camping there for the week? Uh, predominantly, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, what? I mean, you're working, but you're loving what you're doing. Yeah, Does so it like, really work? I'm, I'm a ramble guy, so like, Fuck you know, yeah. I ramble on. And like, so when I quit, when I quit the pandemic, I decided I, I sat down and figured out what my goals were, dude. Obviously, pay my bills. Right. I don't want to lose my house, my car, my life, whatever. My standard of living. So I figured out my standard of living after I got rid of my car was. $12,000 a year, which is fucking nothing, dude. Jesus. Yeah. You know, yeah. just to pay for my house, heat, electric, internet, you know, um, it was twelve grand a year. So I was like, I need to make it at least that much a year. So what are my other goals? I know I can do that all day. I can do that on one website. Right. You know, so I can do that one website be done for the whole year, whatever. What are my actual goals? I decided that I only want to work three or four hours a day at most. I always want to have fun and I want to be a stay-at-home dad. 
Those are my those are my beautiful biggest goals. And then yep. the fourth goal that's going to get added on eventually is that my wife doesn't have to work anymore and she can just come after yeah. with me as well. Because right now she supports my lifestyle. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my sugar mama, Grace. <laughs> but uh, so those were my main goals. So that's pretty much what I do now. I work about three to four hours a day. You know, last weekend was the exception. I worked twenty hours a day for four days in a row. Because I, I don't do the gate for anybody but Joe, <laughs> uh, Pyro Joe. I only do the gate for him, and it's because I love him, and he started, he was my first client. Yeah. And he, he, he was my first client, he'll be my, and he's one of my best friends. Right. So, <clears throat> he's a fucking nutbag. Uh, <laughs> so, but all these other festivals, I don't, uh, I don't work the gate. I just sell tickets. I go train their people, like, the day before the event on how to scan tickets in. It's just a phone app. Um, and then oh, it should be that hard to figure out that. No, right it's now. just literally look up the order and swipe it. There are complications. There's always a hiccup. Like right. This weekend, I think there's like ten tickets that people legitimately bought that for some reason weren't in the database, oh. or they were in the database and they just for some reason wouldn't populate on the app. Oh. The app relies on internet, unfortunately. Like, don't get me wrong, right. it'll download. So the the system's technically made for pre-sales. So like it's meant to download if you don't have internet. It's meant to download the list once and then save that list every time you open the phone and check people in. It doesn't need the internet. Now could you just take your picture of the of the whatever it is you like scan? the receipt? Yeah, yeah, you can. That's like the ten people that we let in that we couldn't find their ticket till later that night. Yeah. Uh, you know, we let them in just based on an honesty thing. You know, right. it's really hard to fake a receipt. Right, right, and, for sure, for sure. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Like, don't get me wrong, Photoshop, you can Photoshop anything, but if you're going to spend an hour, hour and a half getting out the backgrounds I put in and all the other stuff, God bless you. Right. You did the legwork, <laughs> you know. Right. Like, I'm not going to be that bad. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I didn't want to work a lot. So that was like, i got to find these places I can go have fun. So then I decided I wanted to own a food truck because I want to be at all these music festivals anyways. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I have another source of income coming in as a food truck? So, um, do, you Tony, what, do you have Tony running the food truck? Uh, yeah, it's his food truck. <laughs> That's fucking yes. great. I bought, uh, <laughs> I bought, we searched for like two or three months. We found a pretty much finished truck. We put about 15K into it. They cost like 50K new. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not like the shiniest insider like oh, that. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's no, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a local food truck. What's the know? name of the food truck? Right now, it's Maga Muffins. <laughs> okay. Um, we're probably going to change that for various reasons. A lot of people think we're a bakery. It's just, it was a name him and my little sister talked about when she was a little girl. Yeah. And like, you know, so right, I wanted to right, do right. it. <laughs> and now he's like, oh, man, people think we're a bakery all the time. You know, I'm like, yeah. I mean, yeah, but why not? Well, that's what I'm trying to talk him into now um, is instead of cooking fried food and all that shit, maybe we pull out. Uh, one of the um, fryers, we keep the other one for maybe funnel cakes or something, mm-hmm. you know. But besides that, we just put in like more muffin kind of shit. You can bake it the day or two before. Uh, put in an oven if you want to bake some stuff fresh there, you know. Um, we're talking. I mean, I'm probably gonna have two or three more food trucks. I'm gonna probably buy one for Adam and Grace. Oh, nice. So I'm gonna have a couple for different places and events. But I do, you know, I have 20 music festivals that I do. So it's just like. Gonna go there anyways. Might as well take a trailer of food trucks and right. make some extra money, you know? Even if each one only makes a grand a weekend. Hey, extra cash, so right? To- I mean, Tony's meals are so cheap, it's stupid. Like, he charges, like, four- our base meal price is, like, five bucks. Like, fresh-cut fries for $4 for a two-pound boat. I mean, that's on how Hell, yeah. It's since everybody who eats with it. Like, he works his... He worked this weekend, he worked 14 hours a day. I mean, he only made probably 1200 bucks profit. You know, after expenses and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of the other vendors there make like something like 15 to 20 profit, but they're charging 
ten dollars on something that cost them a dollar to make. Yeah, but yes. you keep going to those festivals and they see the cheaper prices. And I mean, they'll start coming. He needs, to you. Now, don't get me wrong. He needs the uh, the food truck right now has like no signage on it and stuff like that. It's just a board. So like, there's times we got we got to dress it up a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I was like, why not, dude? Why not have a food truck? I'm just going to keep double dipping. So then I was like, all right, I'm doing the ticketing now. I'm, I, I do their website. I do the ticketing. I have a food truck there now. You know, and then somebody offered me the, uh, how do I want to phrase this? Because I'm not as smart as they are, so I don't really know what I'm talking about. But uh, they offered me the opp- opportunity to do different contracts with merchant processors instead of just using regular PayPal, where everybody's the same. PayPal treats you, me, everybody the same. Why don't you have a relationship let's with say PNC? Why don't you go talk to them and get cheaper rates and get a point or two or something like that? Like go talk to them, you know. Um, since you're since you're doing all the processing for these music festivals, anyways, maybe you should get a little kickback. Right? Yeah. So you know you go and learn about those different things and the opportunities Jesus. with that. You know, it's not a lot, but it's a little kickback. Right, 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 right. It's mostly just for setting up the account, honestly. But I would never even think about doing all this shit. Dude. You're fucking, you're, oh, I just, you're I always mean, grinding, I, dude. I don't know what I own on paper anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, me and Grace, like, she goes, you know, she was just telling me today, she's like, you need to have an Excel, and that's like a dirty word in my house. She's like, you need to have an Excel. <laughs> a spreadsheet. A spreadsheet. And I have so many spreadsheets, it's unreal. I'm an 80s uh. businessman at heart, dude. I'll die of bonitis. And <laughs> if anybody gets that joke, thank God. But uh, pretty much... Um, yeah, I just I just have all this shit going on. Like I said, I have a production company I'm working I'm with. I'm guessing somebody does your taxes. Oh yeah, little <laughs> company out of Madison. Um, Salute, uh, you know I can't say anything. What is that? It's a great place out of Madison. Hmm. They actually very reasonable, very reasonable. Because I am not an easy client. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, dude. Oh, I am not. I remember uh, I was using. Uh, the ex-girlfriend's mom for many of years and uh, oh wow yeah she was, wow. My, she was my accountant up to like last year or maybe the year before really that's what she does she's great dude i didn't know that and i'm a horrible client she's great <laughs> um but she finally told me she's like tim you know you just need to get quickbooks and go to this place please you know go to this company over here they'll handle you so i got quickbooks online and that's one of the best choices <coughs> i made because it handles everything all really? my all my i, I do all if you only pay me, I, I take the hit because I take credit card and I make people pretty much pay me through credit card only. Yeah. Um, so I got to put my price up a little bit for that. But I do that because QuickBook then tracks everything. I don't have to worry about having records with my bank it's or anything your book, like that. Because right, right? QuickBooks does merchant processing, so they'll take credit cards for you. No shit. Hell so yeah. then they just do all your books for you in and out. So they send you a card and that's what I spend all my money on. That's where I get all my money. Um, that way, at the end of the year, they just print me my P&L. I send it to my accountant. Done. And it's pretty much done, you know. Outside of other investments, it's pretty much done. Um, you know, most of my other investments are just handshake Wookiee deals, you know. Like, yeah, man, you have 5%. <laughs> you know, like, but it's, it's a cool community for that. Like, the, 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 community, the music community right now is, like, everybody owns their own thing, and then we all just collaborate and split. Like, I don't want to say revenue share, because that's a dirty word and sometimes illegal as well. But, like... We all invest our own personal money into a show and then get paid back out upon what we invest. So, like, yeah, it's kind of like revenue share, but not the same way. We're all invested. Yeah. Technically, all of our companies throw this event and all of our companies get paid for the event. Yes. It's just that's how you explain it, explain it legally, whereas, like, the actual mindset of it is we all just throw money in a fucking pot and then we all get paid back out, you know? And uh, another big thing about the music industry is there's not a lot of money to be made. It's mostly, like, there's a lot of money to be made. That's not the right way to say it. 
Um, but like, you don't make a lot of money per event, like everybody thinks you do. You know, that's why they tour okay. a bunch. And yeah, they... or if you do like indoor rave scene, you want to throw one <laughs> every week, you know, or like a big one once a month, or you know, because there's not a lot of money in it. Like, you know, you get per promoter, you're getting like a thousand, two thousand. You know, don't get me wrong, Flux Pavilion's getting his, you know, oh, his yeah. undisclosed amount. You know, oh yeah, he, he deserves every bit of it. You know. Um, but that's how you pull in the people because that's a big. You need a big name once in a while. The big name is what it, getting your name is more important than getting profit because like once you have your name, once somebody recognizes recognizes the name Submerged Events, okay, then a lot of these places will actually just like pay you to come in and have events. It's it's a lot easier, cheaper. So it's like a it's like McDonald's. Like McDonald's isn't in the fast food industry; it's in the real estate industry. Uh, everybody's seen the movie, but it's the same concept. You know, you're not technically in like the industry of throwing one huge event you're in the industry you're in the branding industry people know your name they're gonna start coming to your events anyways whether it's good or not mm -hmm. so then you can start having cheaper artists that are on the up and coming where you make a little bit more profit on the event because th that artist only costs let's say five grand and you made 20 that event because all these people know your company and they're like they only get good people so you actually made money on that event the big names you don't make a bunch of money because that's not what it's about it's more about getting the people there, having a great time, having a great party. Because then they'll come back for the... Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. They'll see this big person, and it's a great... They had a grand old time, and then they... Oh, these people are doing another event. Yeah. We'll go check it out. And that's like Pyro, for example. Like, um, Pyro, our first year... I mean, the first year was big. I can't say it wasn't. So it was at Nelson's Legends. So we already had a hookup, you know. And, and again, Brandon. Everybody knows Nelson's Legends doesn't matter what festival. Pyro's not that right. old. Like, does, does Nelson's Legends still do summer dance? Actually, yeah, they just announced yesterday or the day before. I remember a summer dance festival. So, summer year. dance was one of the festivals that is the reason me and my wife are married. You know, like we went to summer dance together, and she got to see me for who I really was, <laughs> and got to be who she really was. And then it was just like it was just done deal. You know, it was great. I remember that weekend. That was yeah. a grand old time. That was that, yeah, man. <laughs> that was a fucking riot, dude. Friends helping, undis friends helping people that they don't know fix cars that they didn't need fixed. Like someone, <laughs> someone had real bad hemis. Yeah, dude. Oh god, <laughs> he was oh, walking yeah. around with a pillow. Oh no. <laughs> oh, it was bad. Oh no. There was, there was yeah, there was some fun. You, you see some fun things at the festivals, but like most of the time, like. But there was, like they had all the the shows during the day, but there was a whole different experience at night when they're not playing like at the stage. The, whole, the the party in the woods is just just walking around and seeing in the individual campsites and they decorate and everything's like it's, neons yeah, it's just, and glowing yeah. and every yeah. like people having a mini jam or a mini DJ set here and it's yeah. it's just it's wild. It's a, it's just a different universe, man. It's and you're uh, stepping into a different time like a different place that you can just shut off the world and just enjoy was, life it was kind of yeah. like i was telling you earlier with that owner at the event we were just at this last weekend he was just like so surprised that five six thousand people could all be in a space and get along help each other have a great time he's like you know how's there not fights how's there not this or that and you're just like not really what we do, man. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. You might have somebody who spun out or something like that. But again, that's not their fault. It's not like they planned for that. So then you have all the people trying to help them. You yeah. Know, the medics there aren't there to call the cops on you or like rush you like to to yell at you for doing too much whatever. They're more or less like, no, no, we're here to like help you. Yeah. You know. Like, You're going through a bad time. You need some help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not you know. So it's it's kind of nice, and you don't even get that a lot. I think we had one. 
which is nuts. Out of 6,000 people, yeah. we had yeah. one medic. We had, uh, now, I don't know. I'm not on the medic team, but I think we only had, like, two medic calls. And one was for, like, again, yeah, somebody took a little too much of something, got a little spun out, but, you know, it happens. And then we had a person uh, fall down and break their ankle down by the beach we made. There you but, go. You know, so, yeah. well, you know, so it's like, you know, we're not here to cause a commotion. Like, don't get me wrong. You'll get the guys hooting and hollering or shooting off a fucking M80 at night or something <laughs> like yeah, you're going to have that. It's a festival. Right, right. Like, oh, you know, we did have an idiot. I forgot. We, we had, uh, well, I won't want to call him an idiot. That's rude. He might listen. But um, he messed up, and the fireworks he tried to shoot off fell down and actually shot into the crowd. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so we had, to, we had to ask him to leave. But, um, you know, again, it, not even that big of a deal. Like, you know, no one got hurt. Well, that's good, then. Nobody yeah. got hurt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The musicians played it off. Dustin Thomas, I think, was on set for that. Like, and you don't know, man. Everybody's like, "Yeah, are those fireworks planned?" I'm like, "Do you know how hard it is to keep rhythm and beat during a fireworks show?" Right. Like, no, it's not planned. It's like, in my opinion, it's one of the rudest things you can do if it's not planned. Like, now don't get me wrong. I know we had one planned during the Wookie Foot show yesterday, and and they played a song that went with it. Like, you know, heavy, higher beats. You know, so you couldn't notice the differences in them. You know, like. But, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I ramble. <laughs> <laughs> They're putting fireworks in shows now? Oh, man, you should. I'll show you some videos, man. It was crazy. So I'm backstage at this Wookiee foot, uh, like, right on the, the stage, and, like, they called Joe up there to dance with him and, like, tell him thank you, essentially, you know, because he does this crazy show, and he does. It's, it's a great show, man. And uh, they basically, like, call him up to thank him, and it's like they start dancing and playing more music, and then you look over... And he, it's obviously Pyro, so he has this whole dead tree. It's like 80 feet tall, standing up, built with wood around it on fire. So there's this huge Pyro. <laughs> They're playing music here, shooting lasers off onto this 100-foot rock wall. Like, so it was a quarry at one time. Right? Yeah. So you like you, you guys have been there. So like when you come down the main road into it, um, all the way at the end of it, after you cross over like the little gully like water thing into the main area, there's that big rock wall that you can go up to the side of and stand on top of. Yeah. We were projecting images onto that with the fire crew behind it doing like fire spinning, this 100-foot thing on fire. And then they Holy shot shit. fireworks off the top of the rock wall. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'll show you a video, dude. It was This wild. was Pyro. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. wow. Wild. That's, that sounds fucking awesome. Dude, he, whether you love him or hate him, Joe throws a wild show. <laughs> Like, it is, and normally it's so haphazard, he drives me nuts. Yeah. Um, and, that, I mean, I always say he, fa- he fails upwards. I don't know how he does it, but somehow he never gets in trouble, has a great time, does a good job, the show comes out, nobody gets hurt, yeah. works out every time. Now, is this your partner? Um, he's not my partner. He's the promoter and owner of Pyro Music Festival. Okay. Um, but he, uh, this time, man, I'm like, oh, it's going to be a shit show. Like, I always know Pyro's the most stressful, <laughs> you know, it's always, being working the gate, it's always the most stressful. Nah, dude. Everything was coordinated well. Like he had two different security staffs. Like, like everything. There was enough camping for everybody. Like the people who came in when we told them they had to camp across the street were perfectly cool with it. Like which yeah. I thought was going to be an issue. Oh yeah. Barely any stress. It was wonderful. <laughs> I worked twenty hours because I'm dumb. So, so what's the next big one? This weekend is Ohio Dream Fest. Where's that one going to be at? That's in Ansonia, Ohio. Ooh. I have no idea where yeah, that is. No idea. It's uh, Dayton, between Dayton, I'd say Dayton and Lima. Okay. So it's okay. like same same distance, but like, you know, it's like four hours from here. 
Okay. So um, we're actually going to uh, that's uh, Dustin Smith and the Daydreamers puts that on. Good guys, they're at Pyro. Mm. Usually Spring Phoenix and Fall Pyro. They weren't at regular Pyro this year, like Summer Pyro. Um, yeah, Pyro's evolved into three different festivals now because it's so big. <laughs> <laughs> like Joe, he was like, oh, I, don't, I don't know if I'm gonna, I want to put on all these festivals, and then he always, he always like, yeah, I'm gonna put on a festival. <laughs> <laughs> Fall Pyro's my favorite, but um, just because it's Halloween time and the weather's yeah, nice, the weather's and... just perfect. Oh yeah, yeah. I love nice. it so much. And it's a little bit smaller of a group. Um, we were doing it at Brushy Fork until it burned down, unfortunately. Oh yeah, so now we're looking for a home for it. I don't mm-hmm. know if it'll be at. Uh, frederick town or not but we're like maybe it'll be up here i don't know right. his owner seemed like he liked us so that's that's dope that's cool All right so but yeah this weekend's ohio dream fest and then i don't think i have anything until the last week of this month and then next month is bonkers the biggest one ever lucas county fair well you're hosting a fair yeah, I'm ticketing a fair rather, but yeah. Oh, so yes. ticket services—it's it's more than just a music event, yeah. right? That's a no, fair. That's no. I forget things, so I technically own a motorcycle company that does ticketing <laughs> for just motorcycle events across the nation. I'll plug them too. Number one motorcycle event calendar. That's right there in nice. Newberry or Burton, right there. Reasons to ride, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Thunder I, Mountain or uh, reasons to ride. But like, what was the Thunder Roads or something? Thunder Roads, Ohio. Um, I'm the digital service manager. For okay. Them. So like I said, I do so many things. I don't. Even <laughs> I don't remember them until the person that needs it calls me and goes, Tim, why have you not done this? And I'm like, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm on it. You know? <laughs> um, and my clients luckily know that about me, so they always know I'm BSing. They're like, no, dude, could you just do it today, please? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I started with this guy named Derek out of Burton. He, uh, he, I don't know the right way to phrase this, so hopefully we don't get in trouble, but he licenses Thunder Roads, Ohio from, yeah, he's a franchisee. So Thunder Roads is based out of Tennessee. He runs Thunder Roads Ohio as a franchisee. They only have 50 of them, one in each state. Okay. So he does Thunder Roads Magazine in Ohio. He has to make his own magazine, get all the promoters. It's a free magazine, very cool. It's 100 pages every single month. Nobody else does it that big. We're the largest in the whole country. Wow. Um, he does 100 pages almost every month. It's a free magazine? Yeah, free magazine. How is it free? Uh, basically, you get advertisers. You know, they oh, want to put their okay, ads okay, in. Okay, okay. And this, what, so is it... Does he put it out like is the Ohio that month issue the same as Idaho's that month issue? Like do you do no, they no, collaborate? No, every, every state is different. Oh, that's it. You might have some collaborations where you're like, hey man, I love that article. Can you send it to me? You might have that at times, you know. But most for the most part, they're all independent. Um, they don't really they help each other a little bit. Like we talk a little bit with Indiana. We do a lot with Michigan. Actually, actually Michigan, we do a lot with because. Uh, they're so close, and they also signed up with my company, Reasons to Ride. So, like, Ohio and Michigan both work with Reasons to Ride for their events. So, Derek technically owns both of them, Reasons to Ride and Thunder Roads, Ohio. And then me and him partnered on Reasons to Ride. It's powered by some tickets and some remedy, technically. Um, and it's cool. It has, as of today, I think a 1,000 motorcycle events across the country on it, which is, wow. it's all right. It's not a lot, but it's, it's all right right now. Uh, but the big thing we thought was going to happen with that company, we thought we were going to build this calendar and people were going to come submit their own events and yada, yada. We thought we were going to be rich off this idea, you know, and uh, we're not. It's actually, we're not rich off it, but it's actually this year in January, it started selling. People started doing that. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong, it's not making me rich, but it's it's running, it's working, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, so what we decided to do then is I introduced them to my ticketing scheme, what I'll call it. Uh, my ticketing, I'm like, you know, I make X amount of dollars per ticket. You know, it, I don't care if everybody knows it's $1.50. That's what I charge per ticket. It's not a lot. 
Um, you know, and if you do large, large numbers, like if you do over 10,000 people, I'd drop it to a dollar. You know what I mean? Um, but dollar fifty because my multiplier is what feeds my family. Um, and I was like, you know, I charge a dollar fifty for these events. And he was like, listen, I think I can give. He was like, I want to charge three dollars for a ticket fee. Ticketmaster seventeen, you know. He's like, I want to charge three because I think I can add a lot more that you're not doing for these different people. So, and he's right, he does. So, like these motorcycle companies that come to us and want to do their ticketing events. Derek puts them in the magazine, he promotes them, he goes to the event, and he's an announcer, you know, he does all these different things that makes him, you know, actually earns him his dollar fifty hmm. versus my dollar fifty. You know, so uh yeah, motorcycle company that I do motorcycle events for too. <laughs> that's so. awesome. I mean three dollar ticket fee is I mean, that's dirt compared to Yeah, I mean d- you know, don't get me wrong, there's cheaper out there. Like ticket spice I think is ninety nine cents, brown paper tickets or paper bag tickets or something. So I don't understand that. So thing. you're not hosting the events, you're just ticketing the events, correct? Predominantly correct. Okay. Reasons to ride now when it's the motorcycle company, we do co-host them. Okay. That's okay. where he gets his money because he actually does all of this advertising on Facebook. I mean, he has like three million followers at least. I think. I can't. Hell remember. yeah. So like he he like yeah. you know he promotes all these things for people, so he earns his oh, money. Shit. But uh, and he goes out and finds him. He's one of the best business partners I've ever had. Like going through the industry, it happens a lot where you find people that are going to do stuff, say they're going to do something, that don't do it. Me included. There's yeah. plenty of things I've bit off and couldn't chew. So it's not like a personal thing, you know. It just happens. It just happens. It just way, happens. Way, yeah, you know, that's the way it is. I actually just talked to one of the people I was working with today. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to keep doing this just because I'm failing you guys. Like I didn't post this like I was supposed to, you know. Like mm-hmm. I'm an airhead, but yeah, it gets crazy, dude. Wild, wild. Yeah, Lucas, <laughs> Lucas County Fair will be the big one. Uh, doing a fairground, fifth, roughly fifteen thousand people are estimated. That'll this be my next p- month. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's right out in Lima. It's supposed to be really cool. They're gonna have a nice big country concert and shit. Nice, with it. hell yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. They do a bunch of events. So who's doing the country? Or who's gonna be playing the country concert? Oh man, you know me and Chad Montgomery. Is that a name? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's who it is. I'm really okay. bad with country, but that's it looks okay. pretty. Look pretty cool. All right. Um, so I'm obviously gonna be there for that. Hell yeah. You know. Um, but that's next month. So do you have to be on site for the tickets? It's one of my USPs. I don't have to be, but if it's in Ohio, I try to go to them all because like my selling points, what I tell people, my unique selling points are, they're pretty simple. So I obviously charge 50 cents more than my competitors, ticket spice and all those different guys. But the difference is I don't just give you an app or a a sheet or a a guest list. I come to your event two days before the event. I train your guys on how to use the app. And then what I try to do, what my preferred method is, is I prefer the the venue owners or whoever the production company to give me a walkie talkie and that way if they have any issues i'll come back up and help them otherwise i try to enjoy the event Mm -hmm. um joe is the only one that i don't do that with because if i had a walkie talkie i'd be up there more time than 20 hours (laughs) (laughs) so at 20 hours i can at least get away and sleep for two and eat for an hour and see a show there you go you know (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. hell yeah sounds like a good time though it's, it's crazy, dude. And that's why I bought the bike, because I was like, dude, gas is going up. So I'm just like, that thing gets fucking 80 miles to the gallon. You know, How much it costs to fill it up? I mean, I got four-fifths of a tank for 20 bucks today. I mean, it holds about four gallons, okay. five gallons. Somewhere Do you have to there. use premium? I just found out you don't. Oh. It's all about the bike, but on the Triumph Tiger 850, if you do not know and drive one, you do not need to use premium. You there just you need go. 87. So they say as the bike ages to start using better fuel because it'll like it takes longer to combust. It's harder to combust rather. 
so it's better for the engine. But I, I, I still put premium in it. I'm like, fuck, it's 70 cents, dude. All right. <laughs> like, if it gets 80 miles to the gallon, I'm not bitching about it. Right. So. What kind of Harley you have? Just a nice little Sportster. Nice. Yeah. Those are nice. Girl bike. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's a girl bike. Yeah, uh, okay. Harley's a Harley. Yeah, yeah. still Harley. Bike's a bike. Yeah, it fucking hurts my back after 25 minutes. It's a Harley. <laughs> <laughs> that one I can ride. I've ridden like six and a half hours straight on it. Like Harley, I get maybe 20, 30 minutes, and I'm like, oh my lord. Just because it's so heavy? Oh, well, no, it just vibrates so much. It just beats okay. the shit out of my back. Right. And the seating, the sitting position on a Harley. Like, so like that, you're sitting straight up. Mm. You know, like a dirt bike, you sit straight up. Uh, so it's better for your back. On a Harley, you're kind of like hunched a little bit. And, you know, like, you're kind of like stretched out. Yeah, you yeah, look cool, you know. Like, <laughs> so. Oh, hell yeah, bro. So what are, what's the future hold for... Oh, future, fuck. Like, what, what's the what's the plan? I know you guys are expecting. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yep, That's September awesome. 1st. So, yeah, the goal is to make it through this year because winter's going to be hard. I spent a lot of my money this year on investments, uh, like with the concert venue and production company and throwing event. You know, whatever. It's been a lot of dumb money. Uh, motorcycles. Uh, <laughs> so, the what's next really is having the baby. You know, by then, I only think I have one or two festivals after the baby's born. Um, so having the baby, that's the big plan. Getting six months with that kid, hopefully without any music festivals and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, next year, the kid's going to be on my stay-at-home dad, so the kid's going to be on my back at all the festivals. Like, And people are like, dude, that's crazy. You know, like I'm like, but if you went to a music festival, there's so many kids and babies there all the time. It's not that big of a deal. Nobody cares. You know, you got the spunion on the corner yelling about being on too much whatever. No one's going to care about a baby crying. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, so it's not too much of a big deal. That's pretty exciting. Really excited about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Is this going to be the only one you're going to have? You're going to have a clan? The wife wants more than one. I would prefer to only have one, but, you know. She comes from a family. Yes, she does. How how big of a family does she come from? Enough. No. no, there's uh, no. They're all great. I love her whole family. Actually, there's seven of them, seven kids. Holy shit! Kids. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, she comes from a big family. That's a big ass family. Yeah. That's yeah. a soccer team. What, uh, what, what is she? What has she been up to? Um, she is a, still the manager at Dairy Queen. Nice. So and that's where I'm talking to her. Is I'd like to get her, you know, a bakery or a food truck or something like that. Hell yeah. You know, I'm starting another company Wednesday, I think. So if she wants to run that, she can. Otherwise, I'd probably have my mom run it. But I met this guy over the weekend, dude. I met this guy over the weekend. Joe, actually, you're a perfect person. I love this. But uh, he sells these. Basically, he's a distributor, rather. But I uh, can't remember the name of the company. Wish I did. Um, I could look at my phone, but it's on my bike. Uh, basically, they're these uh, mobile internet boxes. Oh. It's just a little circle. And it gets it technically runs off every cell phone tower in the US and it has a special set of code in it so that way as you're driving it knows to flip to them without you losing signal. Or if you're moving or anything like that, whatever one has the better signal it flips to. Uh, they charge and we used that at the music festival where I had zero signal five G, okay, and I use Google Five, so like I should have pretty good fucking signal. Dude. Oh yeah. Uh, no signal. Put on this box, dude. Fucking perfect fucking signal, dude. High speed internet greatness they uh they charge 500 or no what did they charge it was 80 bucks for 200 gig of high-speed internet a month uh 200 bucks for a thousand okay and then they have a plug-in solar panel that comes with it 
So that way you can just put it in the hood of your car and it never runs out of power. If the solar panel's plugged in and it's on, it's enough power that it never runs out. That's so cool. So you can have internet anywhere. Like anywhere. It's just like a, like a super hot spot, pretty much. Pretty much, dude. That's it works awesome. up at 300 feet away from it. Is how far it's running. How much is it? Hey, 80 bucks a month. No, but in what about for the actual device? Oh, it, one module comes with it. After that, I can't remember what he said. Okay. It, was, it wasn't a lot, though. It was like 40 bucks, I think. That's not horrible. <laughs> no, it was stupid. To have internet everywhere? So what I'm going to do That'd is be fucking music cool festivals, because most of these music festival scenes, there's no internet. Right, right. yeah. And uh, Spring Phoenix this year was, since Brushy Fork burned down, Spring Phoenix was at Wisteria in, it's pretty much so south in Ohio, that's West Virginia. <laughs> they have no internet there. They have like Starlink or something. So if you come in and you want to buy at the merch shop, you can buy weekend internet access, high speed internet access for ten bucks, and they give you a personal WPA key, and every it only works on one device, and they just sold thousands of dollars of fucking internet. What? <laughs> Brilliant. Like so Wi-Fi? I'm, yeah, dude. What? Yeah. Yeah, you can't, if hell? you can't get internet in the middle of nowhere, people will pay yeah, that's ten wild. bucks for the weekends. You, yes, you, you don't, can have internet. You don't have internet. You don't have phone service. You don't have anything. How are you going to find your friends? How are you right, gonna right, right, right. You know, and a lot of these venues have no cell phone service. You know, wow. and so I'm like, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, buy from this guy, partner up with him, and pretty much start up. Just like, I'm gonna take a small little trailer, one that could be pulled by my motorcycle, with like hundred of these fucking mobile units in it, and I'm just gonna charge eighty bucks for the weekend. To rent one out so you have fucking internet all weekend. And they'll have fucking air tags on them built into them and shit so that way I can just find them if somebody tries to steal them or, you know, you'll have to sign a contract out so I can right. sue you if you don't bring it back, you know. And then people can just have their own mobile internet all weekend. That's nuts. So, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's brilliant, actually. Yeah. Dude, like, that's fucking cool. <laughs> I'm so excited. That's really it. fucking cool. He's just cool. driving through the parking lot or he's driving through getting checked in and my buddy Mike's checking him in. And he's telling my buddy Mike about it. And he goes, Tim. And I'm like, what's up, dude? He's like, you got to come over here. You're going to want to start a business. Just come talk to this guy. Pull off to the side. I'm like, all right. And so this guy starts telling me about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to meet Monday morning before I leave and go over all this jazz. So, like, I can take this backpacking with me. Anywhere you want. That would be so fucking Anywhere cool. in the U.S., bro. Holy shit. Anywhere. Charges off a fucking solar panel. It's like, yay long. The solar panel's like, yay long, yay wide. Like I just put it in my pocket for the weekend. Right. You know, Dude, I, get, so I lent it out to a vendor who was having internet signals and couldn't check their sales, so I let them use it, and they said it was freaking great. He just strapped the each, solar panel to a backpack. Right. And, and each mobile, each unit, uh, each module will allow up to 10 devices to connect to it before slowing down. Really? Yeah. How long, how long does the battery life last, I guess? I don't know, because I always had a solar panel attached to it. As long as it's attached, you're good to go. Yeah, dude. As long as That's there's sunlight. And I awesome. imagine if you lose sunlight, it's probably eight hours or something. Right. You know, it's a battery. So, that's fucking cool. Yeah, dude. I was that's like, really cool. Yeah, dude. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, we're going to talk this week. So I'm meeting him up on Wednesday so that way I could buy a bunch of units. And, you know, he's like, yeah, anybody you sell them to will get a discount, stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, dude, all day. Hell yeah. He's like, if you offer to sell them to vendors permanently, he's like, I'll just cut you in. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. dude. So if a vendor likes it enough and they just decide to buy the unit <laughs> off me, they can just buy the unit off me or a brand new one would be the better choice. Mm. But they buy a brand new one off, I'm automatically like residual, you know? So it's just mm-hmm. another. I try to find things that my parents can do so that way right. they don't have to, you know, have. Reti- nobody's going to retire in our age. So uh. so if they can do that the rest of their life at festivals and make a couple thousand each festival. Yeah, we're all right. That's selling internet hubs. <laughs> that's, oh, yeah. No, but that's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, dude. It just every time I meet somebody, I'm just like, yeah, man, 
I could do something with that. I can figure something out with that that makes sense to music festivals. Give me a minute. Oh, hell yeah. Give me like 10 minutes. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Wild. Hell yeah. yeah. So, I want to be mean, the, I want to be, the, I basically want to be the hippie Mark Cuban. That's my plan. I love it. I love it. I fucking love it. Yeah, that's what my plan is. Like, you come to me with a good ass, like, fucking Rasta Shark Tank or something. Like, you come to me with a good ass, like, idea, I invest in it. Mm. If it sounds like a good idea, we could do something with you. Yeah. Rasta Shark Tank, dude. So we're going to call it. Bring it up over to Tim. He'll hippie, he'll hippie, he'll hippie Mark Cuban it. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. What is, what is your festival people think of pancakes? Because I'd run a pancake food truck in a heartbeat for a weekend. Ooh. Oh, dude. Pancakes would make a killing, bro. My dad, for example, our big thing is breakfast. You know, so like sausage gravy. He does like sausage gravy wraps. Pancakes would kill, and that's all day. Especially if you switch it up to pancakes in the morning and crepes at night. Ooh. Like fucking... Uh, like do a um, like a dessert crepe at night. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. You'd fucking you'd do a killing. It'd be great. I, there's enough food. What I try to tell people too is like I don't ask for a lot of money. I only want to make forty, fifty grand a year, and that number goes up every year with however many kids I have because I have more mouths to feed. Uh, but I don't need to be rich. I don't ever want to be rich, man. I just want to have a good time. But if I can work three to four <laughs> hours a day and my wife yeah. can work three to four hours a day, what the that is rich to me. Fuck you yeah. can go make a hundred grand a year if you're in the office twelve hours a day, bro. What are you living for? What are you living for, dude? I work three or four hours a day and I make the same hourly as you do. That's what I'm talking and about. And I just fucking That's chill. what I'm talking <laughs> about, dude. I, I, I experience my life. I enjoy it. You know, I meet people. You know, I met six thousand people this weekend working at Gate. I checked every one of them motherfuckers in and fucked with every one of them. Yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, dude. I love messing with people at the gate, dude. They'll be coming up and they'll start reading their ticket number. And I'll be like, oh man, the one six series, those were all fake. And they're just like, no. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I had this one girl I was wearing. I don't know if you guys ever seen my Jim Bean red stag shirt, but mm-hmm. like, which is over hilarious since I don't really drink. But um, <laughs> this girl comes through late night, and I'm just like, fuck, I went there, dude. I'm just like, no, dude. Boom, boom, boom. And then she just like instantly takes that energy and pushes it back down. She's like, all right, red stag. I'm not going to believe shit you say. Oh. I, actually, I actually had to have security come over. Because she wouldn't believe that she had to park across the street. Oh, my God. Like, she wasn't mad or anything. She just didn't believe me. Right. You know? And I was like, fuck, dude. This is the downside of messing with people. That's funny. But, yeah, dude. It's just fun. That's what, you know, and I want my kid to grow up in that environment. Because, like, for example, like, we meet a lot of, like, the Indians. Like, Joe, all of Joe's festivals. That's one of the things I love about him. Is he brings in the Indians. And they do their native dances and all the different things like that. And Indians, Native American, whichever one they prefer at the time. But uh, a lot of them that I've met prefer Indian. Um, and but they don't speak for everybody, you right? Know what I mean, right, so whatever. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're really nice people. Fucking, they're, they're just like anybody else. And that's what you know when I ask them because I'm like, you know, I'm just a straight white guy. Like I'm the I'm the worst person to try to like say anything about anything. So I always like try to ask people that I meet, like, you know, what do you prefer? And he's like, I prefer Mike, dude. There you go. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah, okay. And uh, Joe always brings in some cool ones. Like he brings in Grandma B, which uh, Grandma. She's a Grandma Beatrice, but she's... I'm going to mess it up. She's the last living descendant of somebody important, and she does a lot of work in their community. And she like comes in and does like all the morning prayers at Pyro. It's like super spiritual, man. Oh, wow. And then Cody Ko, uh, he's a dancer. Um, he does their different ritual dances, and he like does that during the festival and shit. He, really cool shit, dude. Like, wow. Very, very spiritual. That's the cool thing about Joe festivals. Like, you can get you go to a festival, get fucked up, have fun, blah blah blah. But if there's not that spiritual connection behind it, you're gonna stop going in five or ten years. Right. Like, you want to go there and feel like you changed your life every time you go. That's kind of cool. That's how I look at it. That's right? very cool. 
Changed my life. Hope it changes everybody else's. So when you were eight years old and you had to pick something to be when you grew up, how did you pick? That's hilarious. So when I was eight, well, I'm doing one of the things I wanted to do in the exact opposite of the other, I guess. Uh, when I was eight, I either wanted to be, I told people a lot that I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, you know, which I was told I wasn't allowed to do. And then uh, after that, I would tell people a lot that uh, my goal was to be a cop. That's what I wanted to do. Nice. Nice. Could you imagine me being a cop? Oh, Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, spot on. Nailed it, dude. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yep. I see the police outside the event. You know, I'm like, <sighs> fuck, here they come. That's why I call security every time. Like, oh, my God, dude. I met one of my really good friends. His name's Steve. He runs a company called Alpha Security. They do the ledges and a couple other different places, but they usually do Joe's events too. And the first time I met this fucking dude, it was like two in the morning. And like I said, I, I work 20 hour shifts. So like two in the morning is like, usually I start around 10 or 11. So I'm almost done. Make it to seven. I'm done. So like, that's where I'm at. And we're at Brushy Fork and like, it was pyro last year, I think. And we had probably 5,000 people there, man. I don't know. It had to be a lot. And they did not have the space for it, dude. The problem is we thought we had an extra, like, 30 acres that we didn't find out until that night we didn't have access to. Oh. So, like, we were stuffed. We stuffed this place. So the parking attendants are like, no, we have no room. And, and Joe, the product promoter, is like, like I said, he's crazy. So he's like, no, no, we have room. I'll come down and find it myself, you know. <laughs> like, and um, so long story short, tensions are super high, so. All of a sudden, here comes this fucking, you know, red and blue up the street, dude. And I'm like. And there's, in my opinion, I'm a ticketing guy. I shouldn't have to talk to the police. Mm -hmm. Also, most of these events are held on private property. So, like, you should have somebody at the property line to stop them in typical procedure. And right. then, and whatever, it's from there. Maybe they were legitimately called. You let them in. Yada, right, yada, right, whatever. right, right. Um, but you have to have somebody stop them at the pr property line. Otherwise, they're just going to come all the way in, you know. And, and don't get me wrong. The police are great when they usually come. I don't have a huge issue with them. There are times that, yeah, like, they got to arrest this guy. They pulled over. Like, there's, yeah, don't know. It's cops. They, you know. But for the most part, if a cop is coming into a festival, they're there to help. You know, if they're sitting out on the street, they're not there to help. Right. If they're coming into it, they're actually there for a reason. So when they come in, I'm like, I shouldn't be the one talking to this guy. I have no clue what's going on. Mm -hmm. I'm just a checking guy. So I ring over the thing to Alpha Security. And I'm like, where the fuck is a security guy? You know, there's supposed to be one here at night to morning, like blah, blah, blah. And this guy just comes back over and he goes, isn't it past your bedtime? Go to fucking sleep. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, you come up here right fucking now and say that to me. And he goes, I'll be there in a minute. And this guy's like, I don't know how old Steve is, probably 45, 50, somewhere in there, dude. And he comes up and he's just... He fucking wanted the challenge. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. He's like me, dude. He didn't give a fuck. So me and him were yelling at each other, dude. Ten minutes later, I'm smoking a bowl, and he's smoking a cigarette. We're just laughing about a stupid <laughs> shit. And now he works all the festivals I do. So he's always like, when we see each other, he's always like, Tim, yeah, I'll have a guy up here, you know. We'll be touring around, you know. Like, so you don't have to be an asshole. And I always call him Gamma Steve now. And I'm always like, it's Gamma Steve. You won't like him when he's angry. And I don't feel like everybody gets it, but I get it. And it makes yeah, me happy. Right. Crazy. So you wanted to be a cop. Well, that's far from it. Oh, a little bit. I'd say so. Cool beans. Serving and protecting. You know, I actually do that now. In a different manner. Oh, my God. After off the mic of this, I got to tell you, hold on. This has a mute button on the front, right?
Oh! Wow! Dude, right? Wow! Hot take. What the? Wow! It's like a shooting range where we had it at, you know? So she was like, just trying to like be legitimate. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh man, that's rough. I'm like, wow! I'm like, actually, it might even be better. I mean, we actually have people here trying to help. They're hired to protect you. You wow! <laughs> Hot take. I got to even know. Dude, she was just so taken aback when I said that. I was like, yeah, I mean, you know. Like, <laughs> that is what it is. It's the truth, man. <laughs> well, do you want to promote? Do you have anything to promote? Do you want to... I can promote a million things. Sure. Uh, let's see. Anyone want to find you, follow you? Yeah, I'm not that interesting. Um, I usually just put, uh, like, some remedy on Facebook, I guess. But normally I just talk about the festivals I'm doing or ad or promoting the shit they promote. I'm just a retweeter for the most part. I'm not interesting. I don't try to be. Hmm. Um... But let's see, like I said, Ohio Dream Fest is this weekend. Um, God, the other people are going to hate me for not remembering all their events, too. I know, like, Midsummer Jam is coming up in PA. Then we have, I do I do a venue in PA, it's super cool. And then, um... Is there another Pyro? Fall Pyro should be coming up at some point. That'll probably be, like, September-ish, I think. Do you know where that is yet? No, I don't even know if it's happening yet, to be honest with Uh-oh. you. But it's Joe. Yeah, it's I, gonna, it'll if, happen. If I had to predict it, he <laughs> likes to have fun. He'll be bored by then. Yeah. Um, he'll do something at least. Like last year, he did two things in the fall. But um, let's see what other things to promote. So I said Ohio Dream Fest. Let's see Sacred Harvest in the fall. Um, the fair would be cool, but you know it's a fair. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, subliminal stuff. Um, we have a lot of good things coming up in Cleveland for that. So like I said, Troy Boy is going to be in August. Um, we have Shift coming up. This weekend, Shift is going to be at Mulberries, I believe. And then next weekend... These are DJs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're mostly like EDM events, man. Underground, Joe. If you want to get in, I'll get you in, dude. Like housey stuff? Oh, every oh, every oh, yes. every genre you want, dude. There's like deep dub house. Like you know what you should do? Um, there's a you have Discord, right? Obviously. Yes. Right? Okay. There's I'll I'll make you join the submerged Discord group where they just post the music and the events and like all the DJs that we bring on are actually in the Discord group too, so they can promote like talk about their stuff before they do. Dude. Yeah. So dude. Uh, we, we what we're trying to do is like with 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 submerged. What we're trying to do is move the conversation from Facebook to Discord. Because we feel, although it's sometimes harder to follow because it's, you know, a chat room in a way, uh, if you're 100 years old, you know, it's a chat room in a way. So you got to scroll up sometimes if it's not pinned. But, like, it's much more, like, you get to talk to the people if you want. Like, you're like, oh, fucking Vampa's going to be playing at Mulberries. Or I know she's coming in at some point. I like her. Oh, we did, we're going to be doing Boogie Tea, I think, at some point, too. Where's um, Mulberries? Um, I believe it's like Lakewood area. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'd be down to go to a rave. Um, I would love to go do that. Oh yeah, oh, dude. dude. I, and I do like I do dancing. stuff with uh, another rave company. So like I do the ticketing. So like I'm involved with Submerged. You know, I, I try to. You know, I'm actually part of the company. I'm part of the conversation. Um, uh, there's another company I do uh, ticketing for only. It's called Cumulus. They do some fun stuff in Cleveland as far as raves too. They do like, uh, like I said, they just did they do flux. a lot of stuff at the Lady Dora. Yeah, well, that's sub, uh, Submerge is going to be doing a bunch of stuff. At the okay, Dora too. That's that's where they have like our where we're shooting to have stuff. That's where Troy Boy will be and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the Flux Pavilion Cumulus does a lot of stuff at the Agora too. So like Flux Pavilion was just there, and they have another big one coming up in August as well. I can't remember what it is. Um, they do the Masonic Temple too now. That's another Ooh, new rare really? spot. Yeah, dude. Really? Oh, dude, it's so cool. We went and saw DJ. Where are we going, Lakewood? Was it the Whiskey Room? It was like some 
It was, it was something western. like that. It was like a western bar, almost type of deal. It was like a weird western name. I think it was like the whiskey oh. room, maybe, or something like that. Because you walk in, it's a real small bar, and then you walk to the back. This is a massive fucking stage area with another bar in there. It was fucking awesome. Like, it's I, don't the, the, it, I don't remember the DJ. It's one thing I really like about Cleveland, man. Not even just Cleveland, the Cleveland surrounding areas. Because, like, Cleveland, if you want a really good, like, rave scene, it's really good for a rave scene. Uh, like, underground raves, dude. Joe, I'll hook you up on the other boards, too. I'll get you connected with, like, uh, I know a girl named Sarah that, like, she's the pretty much street team for every one of these companies. And she kills it, so she always knows of every rave happening, dude. Oh hell yeah! Oh, oh That's yeah, okay. Would they, would they, would they, would they, would they record? Why not? Yeah, okay. I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure they would talk about their experiences. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people like uh, my buddy Sean. He technically used to own Cumulus. Now he owns Submerged. He he's been doing events in Cleveland as fucking longer than I've been around, dude. You know, I think he's like five years older than me. Maybe yeah. Sean, don't kill me. Um, but he's a great guy. And then I know another guy named Buddy. He's a great guy. He does Cumulus now. He he's been doing Cleveland rave scenes forever too it's it's just fun man and like cleveland's good for that and then if you want to see like jazz akron's the spot which jazz. is which is really cool that's man. interesting yeah dude like there's so much good jazz out of fucking really? akron yeah man um a lot of good little jazz bars too like i wish i remembered any of the names of them but that would be kind of cool to go check out jazz bar yeah dude uh justin tibbs um I used to work for one of his uh, bands named Acid Cats, if you guys remember Acid Cats. I remember, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe, you should remember Acid Cats. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> our, our beautiful RV adventure. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, what a trip that was, dude. Um, all I got to say is, you know, Scott Fromson's your dude. <laughs> like, call, call if you need a good attorney, Scott Fromson, attorney of law. Fuck um, the legal system. Yeah, dude, what a bunch of BS. Anyways, no need to, but... uh. <laughs> So I know, like, a bunch of attorneys for different things, you know, like, I got, uh, and that's one thing I really look back at Bob for, is, like, he didn't teach me how to do internet or any of, like, this music stuff that I do now, but he turned me from being, like, an anti, like, a non-social person to just being this, like, perfect business guy. I just love talking to people, figuring out how to make synergy. Like, I'm an 80s businessman all day. <laughs> like, I said synergy over the weekend, and somebody's like, dude, that is an old phrase. And I'm like, oh, I know. Like, but that's I just I just think there's so much. Everybody can eat. There's enough food for everybody. There's no need to be competitive. Like like I said, I mean, love me or hate me, I'm like, although I have very libertarian right views on some things. I'm the I'm so socialist that I'm not even on the the American scale, dude. I'm I'm fucking Star Trek, dude. Like, that's where I'm at. There should be no money. There should be none of this stuff. We should all produce for each other. We should all help each other. Like it just makes no sense to me that we still fight over resources. I just I think that's like don't get me wrong. In the next thirty years, when we're fighting over water, I'll get it. Right. You know what I mean. But like, guys, come on, dude. Right. We should be we should be in the stars right now. We're not because. Hot take, yeah. you still believe in Jesus. But... <laughs> Damn! Nah, 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 I don't want to be that mean. But no, no, it's just like, you just want to fight over religion. Stupid shit. Religion and war, yeah. yeah. And profits, it's really what it is. It's just yeah. disguise. There's nothing wrong with religion. The problem is the people in power uh, use religion as a way to scapegoat them profiteering. You know, no, we're good people. We're really helping the Nigerians. No, you're taking all their resources. But, Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah. So hot take. But uh, yeah. Future for me though. I'm trying to th- uh, I'm trying to throw a music festival. I think next year in Laughlin, uh, Vegas. 
Really? Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Dude, I did one. I did the ticketing for one out there in April called uh, Woody Stock Blues Festival. And it was technically in Bullhead, Arizona. But it's it's literally a, a bridge away from Laughlin. Uh, you can see it. So it was cool because they had this huge blues festival on this Colorado River. So people are jet skiing oh, in the middle funny. of Arizona. Yeah. People Hell are yeah. jet skiing down this river. They're swimming. Beautiful pavilions. Beautiful campground for camping. Awesome spot. And then right across the bridge is Laughlin, Las Vegas. So when you look at it, there's five casinos and shit like that. So you can just walk across That's the street. So, cool. so what my idea is, I want to do a... Uh, it's, it's Arizona, so... And I want this festival to be small, like two, 3,000 people. Um, so I want to do a motorcycle festival, Ooh. obviously synergy with Reasons to Ride, yep, yep. And, you know, Thunder Roads and shit. Um, I want to do a music festival down there that's just classic rock, you know, that kind of shit. And then I think I'm going to do it on the other side of the river in Laughlin, so that way the it's going to draw a lot of older crowd, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I want to make a deal with all the casinos that, you know, if they comp rooms a little bit cheaper you know and give my people let's say 25 bucks in uh chips or something right something you know i'll send all the camping over there hell know? yeah so then you're just having a music festival right outside fucking a casino a casino so there's, <laughs> there's like four of them it's so so it's like a little mini vegas <laughs> that's so, dope. so that's what i'm trying to put together for 2023 i want to do it in november on grace's birthday um that way it gives us a reason to fly to los angeles every year um because i just like it my favorite place dude so me and adam okay. went out there this year for the music festival i took him out with me and i was gonna run what festival did you guys go to the woody stock I okay, do, okay i do the ticketing for it okay. so i went to you know i went to teach him how to take tickets yep. collect my cash you know i mean it was only like i only made like 300 bucks but it played paid for our plane tickets and then we went and spent a bunch of money like assholes we, oh, went, yeah. we went from vegas we landed in vegas <sighs> went down to arizona went down to joshua tree then los angeles like, hung out with all of our friends we hadn't seen in a decade, yep. you know? Yep, Um Which is actually kind of crazy. One of my buddies is kind of, like, doing the same thing I'm doing. He's a programmer now and shit. Works for a big company. I was like, when I when I met him, he was, like, a graphic designer, you know? I was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, dude. Decades, man. Yeah. Like, that's wild. Getting old's fun. <laughs> but it tells you difference. wrong, dude. You just got to do yoga so you don't have bad back, bad knees. There you go. Then getting old's fun. Yeah, all we do is golf. Yeah, we golf a lot now. I love golfing. God bless you. <laughs> I shot a 44 last week. Hey. I, uh, I like going golfing with the people I go golfing with. Yeah. I usually just uh, hang out in the cart and smoke pot. Hey. Fuck it. More power to <laughs> I'll dude. whack a ball here or there. Like, I like to putt a little bit. I'll drive here and there. Yeah. Usually I golf with Knock, and he's like way better than me and takes it way serious. So like, I haven't golfed with Knock in probably... I think this last summer, maybe two summers. So yeah, knock <laughs> knock loves golfing, and I I, I love knock. So we'll go, oh, yeah. I, I've gone golfing with him like two or three times or something, dude. And uh, he just takes it way more serious than me, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. He's know, pretty good though. He's not bad. He's pretty good. But he take, like he he's too hard on himself is the fucking right. Like the part that we make fun of him for because he like he gets upset if he's not perfect. And I'm like, dude, have you ever watched golf? Yeah, like these people <laughs> fucking suck too. Yeah, okay. Like, everybody has a bad day. Everybody yeah. sucks, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, look at the scores at the Masters. Like, they're not great, okay? Like, there's but, a few. But we want but, those scores. Yeah, but we I'm We want just, to be those. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just like, you know. But, yeah, I like golfing. I like I like grass and golf carts. I'm still somehow, I don't know why humans like cut grass, but. It's it's gorgeous. I don't know why. A nice, like, a nice 
pedigree course, nice, perfect, yeah, it's well funny. taken care of, and rolling greens and rolling fairways and no divots and no brown spots. See, and I don't cut nice, my grass at my own house. Nicely cut and everything. No. Oh. I always tell the neighbors, man, like, no, man, the bees need it, man. I don't cut the grass. <laughs> <laughs> I've cut it like once a month. Oh, man. no. <laughs> I don't care about that shit. Yeah, man. fuck them. I hate cutting it. It's bad for the planet. Like, all the gas, all these stupid people that stop cutting their grass, man. Like, all that stupid, like, you want to cut your grass at $5 a gallon? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. My tank takes premium. I gotta put premium in my f- stupid lawnmower. Jesus. Wait, you gotta put premium in your mower? Yeah, what kind of fucking mower do you got? It's it's just a, a Kabuta, like fifty four inch. It's not it's not crazy. Zero turn and all that. No, 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 just just no. a regular lawn tractor. But uh, the cool thing about it, the reason I got it, is because when we bought our house, like I bought a bunch of cheap sit down mowers, you know, normal lawn mowers, and they all had stupid. And this is gonna be another hate track right here. Hot take. Whatever that stupid engine they put in. Briggs and Stratton. That dumb piece of shit engine. I would never, never buy a lawnmower with that. Uh, they break after two years every time. They suck. The only good thing about a Briggs and Stratton is there are a lot of parts for them. Yeah. Because they break all the fucking right. <laughs> So when I went to buy my lawnmower. Well, at least you can find parts for them easily, right? Yeah. So when I went to get my Kabuto, I paid, uh, like it wasn't much, like two, three hundred bucks more. And it has a Kawasaki V-Twin in it. So, <laughs> okay. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's You'll the same. Plow for that too for the winter time? No, oh. no, because I'm lazy, dude. I hillbilly plow. I drive down the driveway with my car a couple times too. <laughs> as long as you don't suck, right? It's gonna Civic. It's fine. <laughs> it's wife, I, Civic. I, I do it in my wife's CRV to be honest. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we're a Honda family. You know? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Next, in come the Honda Odyssey. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, uh, but yeah, no. So, music festival next year is one of my plans. It's one, like I said, I want to do every part of the music industry. So, I want, I want a production company, I want a food truck at the events, I want to own a music festival, I want to own a venue, and I want to own the ticketing. So, oh. if I get my own venue where I do the ticketing, do everything, then it's just all profit, man. You're on your and way, just, dude, and it's just fun. You are on your way. Yeah, dude, it's fun. fuck yeah, awesome. Well. That's incredible. I'm not going to lie to you. That's it, fucking the, incredible. The main focus is not to care about money, though. Right. Like, just enjoy it. Just, yeah, dude. Yeah. You can crash anytime, dude. Like, last year, technically, I worked at Walmart for... God, that fucking place, dude. I worked at Walmart third shift doing uh, stock... I, I convinced them that, you know, I was a stock manager, so they hired me in as a, as a like, stock manager <laughs> at 62 grand a year. Like... It's more money I made in my life. <laughs> honestly, uh, a lot of bad things people can say about Walmart, but once you're not like making the ten dollars an hour there, great company, man. Their healthcare was great. Really, like, free college. Like no, now this stuff's new. The last like, right. two or three years, but like free college, healthcare is pretty solid. Like the hours suck. Like I had to work like ten hours a day, and it's like. You have to walk the whole time. So I was I lost like 15, 20 pounds. Did you do it during the pandemic when there wasn't really festivals or events? Yeah, yeah. That kind of, yeah. That kind of yep. s- would have sucked. But hey, you know. Well, when Grace told me that we were trying to have kids, I was like, you know what, dude? I, I can take this job at Walmart, still do my job, so do third shift, you know, put a bunch of money away, and we'll be fine. And I did it for a month. That's all I could hold it up, dude, because working my company in that same time was killing me. Oh, hell yeah. But I made what enough money shift? to just buy my car. You know, so I bought my Civic without having to fucking pay cash. That's a funny story, too. <laughs> I went to buy the Civic, and the dude's like, well, you know, the first Civic. He's like, you know, it's only like $8,000, you know. We can't really finance that unless it's like 26% interest, you know. And I'm like, 
yeah, dude, we're not doing that. He's like, so you're not going to buy the car, right? Like, you don't want to buy it in cash? I'm like, no, I'm not going to buy it in cash. I'll just buy it with my credit card, dude. And, oh, my God, oh, this no. guy. The finance manager comes out, and he's like, dude, you cannot do that. I'm like, yeah, I can. I'll do whatever I want, bro. And he's like, he's like, no, he's like, you don't understand how credit card interest works. And I'm like, I'm taking out a 0% interest card as we speak. That sounds better than 26% interest. Yeah. And he's like, but you don't understand. I'm like, it's eight grand, dude. I'll pay that off in a year. Like, Right. You know, I, got, I got 18 months on this dumb card, bro. Yeah, like, you should be fine. Yeah, the credit game. How dumb. <laughs> That's something they should teach you in high, a fucking true story. You need to teach that in high school, man. If every kid graduated high school understanding how credit actually works, you know, but that I mean they don't want you to. They want you to be poor. But, like, credit's so easy. It's just a stupid game. And there's so many different ways to do it. Like, everybody's like, no, this is the way you do it. And I'm like, nah, man. Like, I got a credit card. I had a 380 credit score or something, like $200 limit or something. Spent every dollar on it every, almost like every two, three days. Paid it off all the time, dude. That's all I did. I had a minimum credit card and... I used it for gas because I had to buy gas anyway. Right. I did, and then I just paid it off. Like when I bought the gas and the credit card, I paid it off the next day. Yeah. But I didn't even. I just. I was gonna do it anyway. All all day, dude. And That's it boosted a- my credit enough to get a ridiculous interest rate on this. Oh, oh yeah. Are you under three? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ours, we got it in nineteen, so I think we're at like two six is where we're at. Two five. Okay. Yeah, my little sister got a better rate than us too, but. That's because, like, did you buy it last year or the year before? We got it January 2020. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, they were dipping then because they were, like, so 2021, scared. sorry. Last so year, so about it's been a year. Yeah. My, that's, yeah, my little sister got hers last year, too. It was way better, a little bit better rate than us. But we used our buddy Brian Griffey for that, if you remember Griffey. Yep. He did my loan, my sister's loan. Like, pff, if I ever buy another, when I buy another house, not if, when I buy the next house, it'll be Griffey. You're going to get an RV? You have to do that venture I'll again? I'll never do another RV, <laughs> I might do like a B class or like a C class, like a little tiny thing. Put one on the back of a pickup truck. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, like the new Tacomas. Like, have you seen those? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. Like dreams. But no, <laughs> my big thing is I'm not gonna buy material things until I own. Th- my, my big thing is I spend money, except for my motorcycle. Uh, I, I'm trying to spend money only on things that like bring money back. So like investments. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah like you know, and they're like hippie investments. You know, like. Yeah, music festival or throwing like I said the production company is kind of cool because like we're technically all, all our own own our own companies we just pitch in every time we have an event you know and it, it's it's just really cool for that to happen you mm-hmm. know it makes it easy to be a part of a production company that way when I know nothing about it right I just want to be a financier that's why I tell everybody all the time dude I just want to finance cool things like if you have a good idea I am down if I have the cash and my wife hates when I say that <laughs> <laughs> we are not rich man like but like I don't even know what I have in bank. Maybe like four or five grand, maybe. And I just made that yesterday. <laughs> so I live very hey, tight. I'm awful, bucket. but but I have hey, fun. You're happy. That's, right. that's all that matters in life now. That's all that really matters. You know, and I bought the food truck for my old man, so that should, once that pays me off, that'll be nice. But. Cool. Well, thank you for coming on. Well, yeah, thanks for it's, having me. It's been quite a fucking story. Yeah, I liked it. It was actually just like wild. catching up instead of just like on a podcast. That was yeah, cool. yeah. That's fun. I've been on somewhere there a little bit more formal. So I don't know if you've ever, did you check out Weird Music Podcast at all? Cabin's pretty good. And if you guys ever want to get on iTunes and shit like that, uh, I'll sponsor you guys. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate yeah. it. You just have to like say my company's name at the end of it. And if you do, uh, like what Cam does is he actually has like on his Facebook page and shit like that, his link for his website 
it was actually brilliant, dude. I loved it so much. What he did for his website is it's just, um, damn, I can't remember the company, but they're freaking awesome. But it's basically like a link page. Maybe that's what it's called. I can't remember. But it just has a link to every place that his podcast is at. And that has its we sponsors have, uh, at the bottom. We have a link tree. That's right what now. it's called, link tree. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we have it to like, um, I have it set to like our socials and the our, right now we're just really running off the RSS feed. And you can find it in any like third party podcast apps on the RSS feed. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, well, yeah, anything that takes RSS. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we are we're all working on trying to get Spotify and Apple. So it's true RSS though. So like uh, when we were talking about doing a website for you the other day, I thought it was gonna be a lot more complicated. But if you're just doing an RSS import, I mean, all you would need like you could do a homepage, you could do a top banner. So it was kind of cool. Um, and then below that, you pretty much have your RSS library. You know okay. What I mean? All the episodes and stuff. Yeah, it would be pretty easy. I mean, you'd want to make it cooler and cooler as you got more popular, obviously. Maybe get YouTube and do live videos, that kind of shit. But, yeah. But, yeah, that's what he does. Like, I mean, he still has a website and shit, but everywhere else he makes everybody link to his link tree first because he can put all of his sponsors there, which is fucking cool. Well, in our community, we call each other the fam. Because oh, we're, we're always we're always with each other. <laughs> we, we are the college, fam, dude. We're, we're the fam, and when we have adventures, so you know we're you know we're too old for these terms, right? And no. when, when, when we have adventures <laughs> and stuff like that, we call them fam jams. Fam jams. So well, we totally just... come out for a festival for a fam jam. That oh, would sound yeah. fun as fuck. Oh, dude, I'm guest listing guys all day. <laughs> we just we wanna... should do that for. Is there a festival for the July weekend? Yeah. Here, let me look. My phone's out on my, phone's out on my bike. Of course <laughs> there's tuned. a festival for the July festival or weekend. I mean, there's one at the ledges for sure. Um, oh, man, the ledges, dude. Holy crap. They have some of the coolest events coming up this year. Okay, they have, that's where you should be plugging. Holy crap. Uh, Funkin' Flow. I don't know if you've seen that one. Oh, mm. oh, it's, uh, big, <laughs> it's Big Galactic, Spofford, the Floozies. Uh, I've heard of the Floozies. Floozies are great. They just did a song with Tech Nine, bro. Nice. Really? Yeah, it's good. It's right. not my favorite Floozy song, but it's very it's top yeah. it's five already. But uh, yeah, so that one's gonna be huge. Funk and Flow is gonna be cool as hell. And I thought they can't. I thought they did Funk and Flow because I thought they were gonna cancel um, Summer Dance. Turns out no, they're also doing Summer Dance. I know that's Labor Day weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Summer Dance is Labor Day. Mm-hmm. But they have another mm-hmm. one calling uh, Grass Fire, I think. And that's like that lineup's crazy. Grass fire at the ledges. That might be Fourth of July weekend. Ooh. I can't remember. Um, that one's gonna be nuts. That one'll be nuts. But we would totally do a fam jam. Hell at yeah! A fucking festival. Hell yeah, dude. I, I dude, I live for festivals, dude. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> I've only been to one. Dude, it's the best time ever, man. No one ever <coughs> judges you. Like this, these people walked up to Pyro, okay, and it was this uh, black guy, African American guy, whatever. Um, and, um, this young lady from, I, I believe she said she was from Hawaii. Um, however you should say that. I'm sorry guys. I'm a, it's not, it sound pretty good. Hawaii. Great, grateful Fest is 4th of July Ooh. weekend. Yeah, that's right. Grateful <laughs> Fest. Yeah. There's other stuff happening 4th of July weekend too. Grateful Fest is good, but I know there's one, um, in PA for a festival called the Glades Music Festival that I do. There's one there. Um, I know there's one in Michigan on the 4th of July too. I just can't remember what it's called. Hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, the ledges are gonna have some off the hook festivals this year, so I'm pretty excited for them. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, am I, is my phone in here? And I've just been. Sitting I don't know. Is it? It is <laughs> oh, cool. All right, hold on. Maybe I can't pull this up. Hold on. Love you, bub. Blah, blah, blah. Oh shit, what'd she say? Well, 
we would totes have fam jams. But, uh, yeah, uh, we might have you on again. We'll see how you're, we'll promote you. We'd love to do some work with you. I have an idea. I want to do a pancake food truck now for a festival. Oh, just dude, one. that'd be dope. I'll make a giant magnet with our logo so I can p- just slap it on the side of a truck dude, and I'll just make pancakes for a weekend. Dude. That'd be dope. so easy. Hold on, let me, uh, let me plug some stuff real quick. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know you got a, what time is it, 8.06? Oh, yeah. Shit, I told my no, wife, we, we got all the time in the world, baby. I told my wife I'd be home, but she will love me anyway. So, hold on. <laughs> um, I think that's on my SEM to-do list. It's the only way I remember anything. There we go. I don't ever check it, but it's there. Yeah. I don't really edit these down. These are Website. raw. These are just raw recordings from ticketing. From All the right, mouth. so here's what we got coming up. What's the date? All right, so the 13th is today, so we're done with Pyro. Let's check that off. Midnight Jam. Let's check that off. Okay, so what we got coming up? Ohio Dream Fest. Then we got Aces back to back on the 4th of July. Oh. That's gonna be at the new venue so that's gonna be fun I'll be there for that alright okay. so that'll be real homey actually that's probably gonna be like 500 people at the new venue it's gonna be that'd be cool. cool we were trying to go camping somewhere and yeah. that'd be cool to go camping it'll be small go to a festival be fun. what, what kind of music um, Aces Back to Back man who is playing that hold on let me look it up I know the website <laughs> oh I'm actually already on the website hold on <laughs> there we go not often that happens alright so Aces Back to Back this year Acoustic Hookah Okay. I've heard that name. Oh, my God, dude. Hookah. If you want an Ohio-based band that's been around for fucking 30 fucking years, you kill it. Really? They just played Thunder. They just played Ohio Bike Week. Really? They're huge fun. Okay. The acoustic Hookah is naughty. Glow Stick Willie? I Glow haven't heard that Willie. name in a long time. Yeah, dude. The Schwag. <laughs> High Rider's really good now. Uh, John Welton. Uh, oh, I didn't know Dustin was going to be there. So, yeah, Dustin Smith, who we're that's doing a, the festival next okay. weekend with. That's an insanely amazing fucking poster. Oh, my God, Big Blitz is going to be there? What that poster? That's a pretty cool poster. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's another thing I love about festival scenes. Dude, Big Blitz. Hold on. i got to plug these guys. Uh, I think they're out of Pittsburgh. Do you guys know who Moon Hooch is? I've yeah. heard of Moon Hooch, Okay, yeah. so Moon Hooch, you, if you like their sound, these new up-and-comers are called Big Blitz. They sound a lot like them. But they're a little bit more like Moonhooch. I think is like aggressive. Okay, they're a little bit more toned back and instrumental. I think, and it's just, but it's still the same kind of fun Moonhooch sound. And they're they're killer. They kill it actually. The Funk Factory. Factory. They're pretty cool. Yeah, Land of Panda's really <coughs> good. Oh, there's fireworks on Saturday night. Oh, oh sign yeah. us up, Fam Jam. It is. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we'll do this, and it's gonna be. Oh, you already changed it. It's at Thunder Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> so. And the website is thunderhillconcertvenue.com for that. Um, I don't know if that's where that took you. It might have taken you to Brushy Fork. Brushy Fork family. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what uh, Brushy Fork was the one that burned down. So everything that, not everything that was at Brushy Fork, but the majority of them have moved over to this new venue that's opening up, Thunder Hill Concert Venue. Um, the tickets are still being sold on Brushy Fork just because they were being sold there originally. We can't yeah. really just easily switch. I mean, you could, but I didn't want to confuse people. Uh, but yeah, Thunder Hill, we're doing a, a powwow, a Native American Indian true powwow. Um, that's going to happen in August. That's going to be super freaking cool. Um, that's at the new venue as well. But yeah, Aces Back Back's going to be sweet, dude. Um, and then let's see, Lucas County Fair. Um, like I said, that's on the 11th of next month. And then one you guys might be interested in is Electronic Sunset Festival. Ooh. You'll, you'll see it on that Brushy Fork page. Uh, because it was originally going to be at Brushy Fork, but now they're holding it at um, Hannon's Camp. Um, that's like su- southwestern Ohio, I think. Um, but that one's Electronic Sunset. It's just all When's e- that? EDM. That's going to be the 14th of next month. Ooh. So that one could be pretty cool. 
Because I think I was talking to Corey and Chelsea about going on a legitimate backpacking trip. So, hey, that might not be bad if you're in Southern Ohio. Right. That'd be kind of interesting. So, but yeah, Electronic Sunset looked pretty solid. Um, those guys are really great guys, too. Bass Productions. Um, can't remember their names. The best man. No, I think it's Adam and... Uh, oh, you guys know I'm horrible with names. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like... But, uh, but, yeah, so yeah, so many festivals, so much fun. Cool. Well, we're going to have to That's set up dope. some fam jams. And, once again, thank you, Timothy. Thank you, guys. Been a pleasure. Uh, been a pleasure. And, uh... Thanks to the fam out there. Follow us on our socials. Hope you like this one. We are doing a little prize giveaway. If you email us or send us a DM on Instagram, email us at pancakesonsundaymorning at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram on pancakesonsundaymorning. We're going to choose a winner for a T-shirt. We'll send you a free T-shirt. Oh, yeah. Got to get those we're just, shirts. We're trying to hear out from the audience and see what we get. So, you know, um, this goes until August 1st. And, yeah, hit us up, and we'll choose one of you special people out there. Nice. Take it easy, fam. Have a good week. Later.